hi and hello welcome to the planting the seeds show i'm james edward lamb the third your host bringing you seeds from god's word and i want to thank you for joining me today as i plant some seeds into the soil of your heart only to let the holy spirit do the rest how am i going to do that with words of praises scriptures and phrases of course my one and only goal is to do these things for my lord and that is to exhibit him to put my lord on display to show you what i see in him i want to expose him for who he is which is that awesome power he possesses his pure greatness with a capital g because he's that almighty powerful living yes you heard that right i said living god not that fake dead not living little g god who can't and will not do anything for you yes this god my god and if he's your god then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails plus also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrificed his life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for, great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing never late always on time <laughs> not a oops god but an intentional god loving saving wonderful redeeming totally terrific amazing oh and one word that i i made up he's victimonously victorious <laughs> yes Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Father, I thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. Lord, you're wonderful because 
Your mercies never fails. You're beautiful because of the slain perfect lamb and you laid down your life for us. Blessed because you blessed us to see another day. You blessed us with so many wonderful, eternal blessings, eternal life, eternal inheritance. You are a great and mighty God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for this day because we will, I will rejoice and be glad in it. So, Father, as I speak, Lord, speak through me. We knock the devil's block off in the mighty name of Jesus. Access denied. We rebuke and we re deny his access. He's not wanted here. You are the only superstar that I will uplift and praise and talk about on this here show. You're the only one that I will give glory to on this show because you are deserving of all the praises. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, and I give your name all the praise and all the glory is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Hey, listen. Oh, my God, I was uh, in a beautiful day. Men's Day at my church. Beautiful day. Oh, my God. My pastor preached. He preached to the men. He preached about fatherhood. He preached about husbandhood. And he preached about manhood. So, listen. <laughs> uh, Tune in, tune in to Kingsborough Temple Men's Day, all right? And you will hear God's servant speak God's word. So listen, 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 listen. I got something else to say, but uh, I'm not even going to say that. You just got to tune in, tune in. And for those that was invited to Men's Day and you didn't show up, oh, you missed it. And we had lunch, too. We had lunch. It was very good, very good, very good, very good. So let me start with my affirmations. And I got a new one. I got a new one. Let me tell you a secret. I got a new affirmation. But I'm going to start off with them old affirmations, right? Why you do that? Because I want you to know this is what we have to dwell on in today's day, in today's day and time. This is what we have to dwell on because if we lose hope of this, that's when the enemy snatch on to us, right? Lamentations 3, 22, 23. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hebrews 9, 22. That without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins, right? I'm trying to speed up so I can get to the new one. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understandings. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Ooh, this is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? 
2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Psalms 118 and 8, it says, It's better to trust in the Lord and put confidence in men. All right, here's the new one. You ready? You ready? Philippians 1, 6, and 10, 11. Being confident of the very things that he has begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ that ye may approve things that are excellent that ye may be sincere and without Offense to the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Yes, that is the new affirmation that I've added to the group. So if those that's been listening to me, you're like, oh, he added a new one. Yes, I added a new one because God's word is wonderful and this is what you should add to your arsenal of scriptures this is what you should have in your heart that you will not sin against god so you need to be loading up loading up more scriptures more of god's word more of of his knowledge more of understanding the doctrine the reproof the instructions into your heart so that you will not sin against the Lord God, the anointed king. Right? You got that? So listen, tonight's show is Planting the Seeds, Planting the Seeds Show 136, excuse me. And the topic of this show is, is what my dad would have done. It's what my dad would have done, right? And this topic came from, I was watching Maverick, a Top Gun movie. You know, it took him years, almost 20, 30 years to make the, the next one because you had, you had Top Gun and then now you have Maverick, right? It took them years to make this movie. And it was a good movie. I mean, if you like planes and fighting and all that good stuff, war strategy, you know, it was a good movie. So what happened was in the first movie, right, it was Maverick and Goose, right? Maverick was the pilot and Goose was the one that sat behind him, right? He was in, I think he was the, the, the spotter, right? So what happened, right, in the first move, movie, they got into a, a spin-out. It was, it was flying, and something happened, and they got into the spin-out, and they pulled the cord, and it came out, and Goose hit his head, and Goose died. So Maverick was distraught about it, and he was like, oh, man, my friend, because they were friends for the longest so what happened was he had to get his edge back. 
he had lost his edge and he had to get his edge back. So what they did, they had a, they had some some uh, some bogeys. No, they had some um, uh, enemy aircrafts in the area and they sent them up. So they sent him up and he was like, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. And he says, talk to me, Goose, talk to me, Goose. And he disengaged, but then he engaged and he shot down three enemy fighters. Now, 30 years later, right, Goose's son is a pilot. So what he did, Maverick sent him back because he didn't want him to go up in the air. But then he couldn't send him back. So he, eh, long story short, he's a, 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 a fighter pilot. So long story short, right, shorter, they went to war. They had a mission. So the mission went and, and, and they destroyed this base, the plutonium base. So now they're on their way home. So they have all these missiles shooting at them. So Goose's son is flying and Maverick is the lead pilot. So Goose's son is, is, is flying and they're shooting at him. Maverick. Get it? Listen to what I'm saying. Maverick sacrificed his plane, almost his life, to save Goose. Enemy, enemy was targeting on Goose's son. Missiles went out. Maverick flew his plane in the way. Boof. He got hit and he went down. Goose's son was like, no, no. So then now he's behind enemy's line. Helicopter comes. It's about to kill him, right? <laughs> you got to listen to this because you got to pay attention to the story because I'm going somewhere. So he's behind enemy lines. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's behind enemy lines. And what happens is that what happens is that this, this helicopter is shooting fire at him. They're shooting all these bullets at him. And he has to duck down behind this piece of wood, this tree. But then the helicopter comes around. And he's in plain sight. And he's about to shoot him down. But then Goose's son comes out of nowhere and hits him. Bow! And he saves his life. But then he get hit by a missile and he goes down. <laughs> get it? And he goes down. So now when he jumps out of the parachute, when he when he comes down and, and he runs up to him and he and he pushes him, he says, What do you do? He said, I saved your life. He said, Why did you do that? He said, I don't know. He said, you told me not to think. But then the real thing was, the real story is that they got into another plane and they got back on the ship. And Maverick told, told Goose's son, he said, thank you for saving my life. Right? And Goose's son says, that's what my dad would have done. <laughs> and when he said that, I immediately thought about the cross. I immediately thought about God the Father who sent his son.
I immediately thought about that, and I was like, oh, that was so hot. I immediately thought about John 16 and 17. God so loved the world. He gave his begotten son, and whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, for that the world through him might be saved. I immediately thought about that because he said, that's what my dad would have done. That's what my dad would have done. So he put his... He put his life on the line to go save his friend. After the friend put his life on the line, he sacrificed his life. Where you going with this man? Well, I'm going with it because he sacrificed. Maverick sacrificed his life first to save Goose's son. Right? Christ died on the cross to sacrifice to, to sacrifice his life for us to be saved. So what we do in return, we die for Christ. How we die for Christ? Because we surrender it all. That old man has to be killed. What we do, we say, I'm not going to feed the old man no more. He's going to die. God must increase and I must decrease. Now, what happened was when he said that's what my father would have did, would have done. The father did it through the son. Right. So what you're doing, you have this sacrificial lamb that wasn't made to do it. He wanted to do. He wanted to come down and he wanted to give his life for humanity because humanity was under heavy fire from the enemy. They was under attack. Sin is under, sin has got us under attack because now we're like, we're like bombs and missiles and and the only thing that can get us out of that is the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ and that and that fighter pilot. Just think about that 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 aircraft that's shooting these these bullets, shooting these these missiles down. And what happens is that when an enemy comes to you like a flood, and then God raises up a standard, then it's like, well, okay. Enemy can't do nothing because here comes God to the rescue. Here comes Jesus to the rescue because he's always there and he's always on time and he's always doing what his father told him to do. He's always there because he says, I and my father are one. Right? John 10 28 it says and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand my father which gave them me <laughs> is greater than all <laughs> and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand mm. Mm. 10.30 John 10.30 it says I 
and my Father are one. I and my Father are one. It's what my Father would have done. Then now we look at it as, in this sense, my Father raised me. My Father was a good man. My Father went to work. My Father would come home when we were sleeping. He worked two or three jobs to pay pay the bills, pay the rent, put food on the tables, two, three jobs. And then what he would do, he would come home, give us allowance. We would only see him on the weekend. And then that was because we was going to church, he was coming home and he had to sleep. So that's the only time we saw him on the weekend. And then he would go back to work all over again Monday to Friday, right? Saturday and Sunday, we would see him. And he would give us allowance. I remember the allowance. Those allowance was good. But then what happened is that I grew up. I grew up. And I started working. I got a family. I started taking care of family, paying bills. I started doing everything that my father was doing because that's what my father would have done. I'm doing because my father did it, right? And what happened is that when we look at that in the human sense, right, in the spiritual sense, we have to do the same thing. Because in a spiritual sense, sense, the Bible says, be holy for I am holy. <laughs> you know, we look at it as if people are bad. We look at bad people. But we're supposed to love them because that's what my father would have done. That's what he's doing. We, we, we give out food to the homeless. And we know the Bible says, when you give to the least of these, you've given unto, unto me. And, you know, he's asked, he asked them, I was hungry, and you didn't feed me. I was sick, and you didn't come see me. I was naked, and you didn't close me. I was, I, 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 I was, and they both says, when he asked the unrighteous and the righteous, they said, well, Father, when was you this? He said, well, if you done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. So what happens is that when you have those extra shoes that you're not using, you give it to somebody, and somebody says, oh, man, that's a nice gesture. Oh, man, that was so nice of you. And you say, that's what my father would have done. My father would have done it. You invite somebody into your house and, Give him something to eat. And, oh, man. That's so nice of you. That's what my father would have done. <laughs> and then you say, oh, wow. You didn't know that person? No. Then how come you've done that? Why did you do that? I mean, what makes you do that? That's what my father 
would have done. And what it does, it opens up the avenue for you to tell them how great your God is. How great our God is an awesome God. Our God is just a wonderful, miraculous healer. Our God is a wonderful, miraculous problem solver. So what happens is that now you have this avenue to say, that's what my dad would have done. That's what my father would have done. That's what my father is doing. He's still in the saving business. He's still going around and he's touching lives, convicting lives, right? He's still telling people, I am that I am. He's still the one who's sitting on the throne. He's still the one who has all power in his hands. He's still the one who don't sleep, no slumber. So you can tell him, that's what my father would have done. You know, your boss gets on your nerves and, 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 and just chewing you out. Might be your fault, might not be your fault. And, you, and you're just saying, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. And uh, people hear them, chew, hear him chewing you out. And you say, Yo, why, you let, why, why you let him get away with that? And you say, that's what my father would have done. And your father's a wimp. No, my father is... God, Elohim, the one who speak things in existence. My father said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. My father sent his son, and the son went to the cross. And the cross, he sacrificed his life at the cross. So you do what your father would have done. I got to do what my father do because my father is the way, the truth, and the life. My father is the one who's going to give me life more abundantly. My father is the one who's going to give me shelter in a time of storm, refuge, when I need to run into and get away from the enemy. My father... It's the one who gave me a shield of faith. I have faith into my father. So when the fiery darts start coming, I can just put the shield of faith up. And the shield of faith will absorb those darts. Put out the fire. You know, my father is the one who just said... He's going to forgive me of all unrighteousness if I confess my sins. My father is the one who says, and see the opportunity that you have when you say, that's what my father has done. My father is the one when you're, when you're running from the cops and you hear that they're coming. Oh my God, they're running. Here they come and you're wrongfully convicted yes you're wrongfully arrested and then they find out that you wasn't the one but you've been praying you didn't give up hope and you're the one that's in in the jail you're the one that's locked up and you're telling them about the goodness of 
God. Paul and Silas was locked up in a jail for preaching the gospel. Right? And what they did, they praised and worshipped God while they were in a jail. And the jail shook. It shook and it shook their shackles off. The doors shook open. And the jailer was going to kill himself, but he says, Don't kill himself. We all are here. The guy says, What must I do to be saved? And they said, Let me tell you what my father can do. <laughs> Let me tell you what how he save me. Let me tell you what he can do for all you people that's in this jail, all everybody that's been locked up. And see, when you do what your father tell you to do and praise and worship him, just like that jail shook open, all those chains and, and burdens that's on your back and on your neck and, and holding you down around your waist and on your feet, be shook off. Then the next thing you know, you are free. You are free. My father said, if you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It shall set you free. It will continue to have you be free when you are continually serving him. This is something for the Christians when he says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life sin and death is for the sinners eternal life is for the Christians so you gotta be doing what your father wants you to do it's what my father would have done so when I'm Walking around and I'm being holy for he is holy is what my father would have done because he is holy. When I'm walking around and I'm being loving, I'm loving my enemies, it's what my father's, it's what my father, not father's, excuse me, father would have done. It's what the king of kings and the lords of lords would have done. He would have done exactly that. He is a keeper. So when we when we walk around and, and it says that was what my dad would have done. We have to represent and we have to walk with our heads up high because we're representing the king. And if he say, don't do that. No, I'm going to do what my dad told me to do because that's what he would have done. No, you don't have to do it. No, this is what my dad would have done. He taught me how to do this. I'm not going to move from what he says. I'm not going to walk away because he said that word. It's a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. So I'm going to follow that lamp, the path, and the word. The lamp, the path, and the word. The only thing that I'm bringing to this equation is my feet. Why'd you do that? Because this is what he told me to do. This is what my father would have done. What your father would have done? My father 
would have loved one another. My father would have gave the enemy something to drink. Gave my enemy something to eat. My father would have told somebody, somebody about the goodness of God. So you got to be in the right frame of mind. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's what my father told me to do. My father makes everything new. So then while, while we saying, that's what my dad would have done, and you're not doing what your dad told you to do. Not listening, you're being disobedient. So when you say that's what my dad would have done, you're being obedient to his ways. I ain't talking about your earthly dad, your earthly father, because sometimes he he can say he can be doing some wrong stuff. Because like, you have some dads out there that that train their child up wrong, and then they be saying, "Yo, he's in handcuffs, he's locked up, he's behind bars, he's in front of the judge," and he was like, "So okay, uh." Why did you do that? Is what my father would have done. No. Your father would have been out there smoking weed. Your father might have been out there selling drugs. He might have been out there stealing cars, hubcaps, whatever. Breaking into people's houses. But then you take on that trach. That's what my father would have done. My father was doing that so. You know, saying, oh, the woe unto the parents. Woe to those parents that's leading their children astray. Woe unto them. That's what my father would have done. You know, it's the most sad thing. The saddest thing I saw in prison was three generations of men bragging, yo, that's my, that's my brother. That's my nephew. So older brother, younger brother, and son in jail. In jail. So it wasn't like it wasn't like, oh well, you know, one is gonna gonna be better than the other, one is not gonna take on a trip. Yo, that's what my father my father would have done. What'd you do? Why'd you break into that? That's what my father would have done. Why you cheat on that? That's what my father would have done. Why you punch him? That's what my father would have done. Why'd you beat? That's what my father would have done. So now, you say to yourself, I don't do them things no more. I don't love the things of the world no more. I don't. I don't want to be out there hanging out in the world and and, and getting lit, I don't want to do that. That's what my father would have wanted me to do. Haha. <laughs> because he wants me to be holy and righteous. He wants to be. He wants me to be sanctified. He wants to set me apart. He wants me to worship him with clean hands, not with dirty hands, because. When you're out there having a form, form of godliness, 
and you're denying the power thereof, the power that can set you free, the power that can set you free from all these drugs and set you free from all this sexual addiction, and set you free from all of what the world has that's holding you down. Hmm. Wouldn't you want to do the will of your father? Wouldn't you want to be able to say, that's what my father would have done? Huh. Wouldn't you want to be in an attitude of gratitude and just say, I'm so glad I'm on God's side? I'm so glad that I don't have to be out there with all of this here craziness. I'm so glad. You know, God delivered me. He delivered me from flesh. And I, and, 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 and I remember I used to be out there chasing, chasing the women. I used to be out there just doing just crazy stuff. I couldn't look at a woman straight without thinking something sexual. So now, hmm. <laughs> walk down the street and I say, Lord, I'm so glad that you set me free and you saved me from that. I don't have to be thinking of anything sexual. I don't have to be devising a plan up in my mind so I can go and try to talk. I am so glad I'm free. Thank you for setting me free, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you free? Are you are you are you glad that God has set you free? Or are you still bound? Are you still bound? And see sometimes bound people don't know no difference. They just think that they chilling. You know, I'm just chilling. And they don't know no better. All you have to do is just say, Lord, set me free. Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in the land. Wash me in your precious blood and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Because you want to do what your, what your father would have done. You want to do it because they're now when you stand before God and he says, well done, good and faithful servant, because that's what you've been waiting to hear, because that's what you've been doing, the will of the Father. Because then you can tell the world, I don't do that. Why not? Because that's what my father would have done. My father wouldn't have want me to do this. Man, you a cornball. I don't care. That's what my father would have done. Your father's a cornball too. My father is king of kings, lord of lords. My father's the great I am. <laughs> my father's Jehovah, Jehovah God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissi. It's my God. Because that's why I do what my father would have done. You know, and it's just so, it's so, f 
funny. It was so fitting for the guy to say, he said, at the end of the movie, thank you for saving my life. And he said, that's what my father would have done. So at the end of our life, we was talking about the dots. You know how when you read the obituary and it's got the time that you was born and then it's a dot. That dot and then it's the time, the year that you was born and it's a dot, then it's the year that you die. What are you doing with that dot in that in-between period from the time that you live, you was born to the time that you will die? What are you doing with that in-between period? Are you doing what your father would have done? Are you out there trying to save others from sin, hell, and destruction? Are you out there trying to get what the world wants? You want to get materialistic things. You want to get a nice ride. You want a nice, you want the big big house, big screen TV. All of this stuff is going to perish. Everything is going to perish. You men, you only live once, but you should live to live again. You shouldn't be living to live once. I want to live to live again. right live to live again hmm so if, are you doing what your father would have done if not just pray I'm going to pray with you so you can be able to live more abundantly but you can't just say it and don't do it you got to be obedient to the Father. You can't say, well, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to wing it. No, you got to do what he said do. And you can't say, I don't want to do it. But if you want to do what your father would have done, your father went to the cross. God of your salvation is a God of love. Yo, why you doing this? What my father would have done. I know I'm getting, it's just being so repetitious by saying it, but it's just, that just sticks in my mind when he said, thank you for saving my life. And he just said, he didn't ask, he didn't think about it. He just said, it's what my father would have done. So let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's do what our father would have done. Let's pray and do and be obedient to the word of God. Let's pray and let's get rid of sin in our lives. Let's pray and give it all to God. Father, you are amazing, wonderful God. Lord, this world is just going crazy. You hear the ambulance outside and, and, and the fire truck and the police and people walking by. And it's like the world is just going on and they're going on without you Lord and I pray Lord Jesus that they get to souls would get to know you that they would let you in that they recognize and realize and let you in 
Father, I just thank you for how I let you in. You knocked on my door and I let you in. It wasn't too late for me. I'm still alive and breathing so I can still, still go to God and repent and just do his will. But Lord, I want people to be conscious about that dot between the two years. The year that he was born and the year that they die. Lord, we are I am still alive, Lord. So what I want to do, help me with that dots before I expire. Help me to do your will. Help me, Lord Jesus, as well as help others with that dot. Help them, Lord Jesus, to recognize and realize that you are the great I am. And you are the one that we should be saying. That's what my father would have done. And when they say, hey, how come you didn't shout back at you, shout back at the boss when the boss was yelling at you? That's what my father would have done. My father would have held my held his peace. So I held my my peace. How come you don't be going out and doing this and doing that? Because God saved me. How come you don't you don't call that girl no more? Because I don't do that no more. Because God saved me. Yes, he did. He saved me. So listen, y'all get on and press on and do what your father asks you to do. And do what your father and be about his business. You have that little dash. You're in that dash right now, whether it be an 80-year dash or a 100-year dash, but you're at that dash where you're still living and breathing until you expire. So until you expire, I pray that you be about your father's business. It's what my father would have done. Somebody, you, you, you ask them to come to church with you and you ask them to give their life to the Lord. You ask them to, Lord, just give Jesus a chance. You refer them Lord, this is what I uh, refer to you. <laughs> I heard a preacher, he was talking, and he says, uh, he says, telling people about Christ, it's like when you go to a restaurant and you say, and somebody says, hey, man, how do you, uh, you, you've been to this restaurant before? You've eaten here before? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you prefer? What do you like on the menu what do you recommend well I prefer Jesus I recommend that you give your life to him and I know it will be worth your while worth your while <laughs> it will be worth your while so listen, thank you for joining me. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Yes. Send me an email or write me a letter. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook, where every day I post the Word of the Day praises and encouragement. 
All this information is on my Linktree page, Planting the Seeds. That's Planting the Seeds, S-E-E-D with a Z. Yes, I've upgraded my uh, link, Linktree page, so go check it out. Join me on the Bible Chat Zoom channel. Last week, we talked about redemption. So come on and talk about the Word of God with us every Tuesday at 8.15 p.m. where we sit down face-to-face and live in color at the table with the king and the chef and the teacher who serves us delicious appetizers and meals where we chop it up and chew it up with understandings. Our menu is the Word who became flesh. And dwelt among us. That sounds yummy, right? Because mm, that's Christ, the anointed king. Yes. The Zoom number ID is 760-916-0706. Passcode is 4H as in Harry. N. am sorry. 4H as in Harry. 9. N as in Nancy. I as in Ivan. Also join us on Thursday and Friday night where and when the victory line in Jesus' name is going on. My brother, Elder Darren Gibson, whom I love dearly, is the host these nights. Join us and hear the truth. The number is 667-770-1557. The access code is 593 four three eight you heard it i said it real slow five nine three four three eight also join my friends behind beyond the walls beyond walls on the zoom prayer line channel monday at eight o'clock and friday at 7 p.m come on you don't have to turn the camera on to pray the number is I'm going to say it slow, 379-598-0473. Password is 984-917. Listen, have a wonderful day in the hands of the Lord and always remember this. Proverbs 3 and 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understandings, right? Philippians 4, 8 to 9 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, you do it. And the God of peace shall be with you. Right now to Ephesians 6 and 10. I love this scripture. You should love it too. Because it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. And in the power of his hope. And in the power of his healing. And in the power of his deliverance. Right? Be strong in the Lord. Not yours. Because you're not strong enough. Have a wonderful, beautiful, wonderful, beautiful, blessed day in the Lord.